Hello friends and welcome back to the podcast. If you love the intersection between nutrition and spirituality, like yours truly, you are going to love this episode. Today, I have my friend Whitney Aronoff on the podcast. Whitney is a health-supportive personal chef. She's located in Laguna Beach. Whitney attended culinary school at the Natural Gourmet Institute in New York, and then she went on to work at farm-to-table restaurants in New York and Newport Beach. Now, as a personal chef, she creates custom meals and dinner parties for her clients. She shares her seasonal recipes on Starseed Kitchen. That is her company. And she has a line of organic spice blends. If you go to starseedkitchen.com, you can check those out there. Super yummy. She has a ton of education on high vibration eating. We dive into that in this episode. You know, I love that topic. And she also shares her story very interesting story of her health issues and how she cleared them in a spiritual way. Hint, moon contracts. She shares that in this episode and she hasn't even shared that anywhere before. So I was super excited to have this conversation today. I know that you guys also love to geek out over the energetic roots of different health issues, how food affects our frequency. So we dive deep into that in this episode, plus tips on how to keep your kitchen high frequency. You're going to love this. Whitney is also the host of her own podcast, the High Vibration Living Podcast. I have had the honor of being a guest on that show, so you can check out that episode. All of her episodes are amazing. She interviews a ton of different experts on healthy eating, cooking, wellness, beauty, travel, and spirituality, of course, to help us all feel our best and to keep our vibes super high. So be sure to check out her podcast and you can find her on Instagram at Whitney Aronoff and at Starseed Kitchen. And again, her website is starseedkitchen.com. This conversation is so juicy. I'm sure a lot of you are going to relate and I think a lot of you are going to have huge aha moments if you love all things health, wellness, and spirituality and you like to geek out over the vibration of food. You won't want to miss this. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So uh, sit back and enjoy this conversation with Chef Whitney Aronoff. When I first started opening up intuitively, I felt really overwhelmed and I wished there was one place that I could go where I could get all of my questions answered and learn really everything I needed. That is exactly why I created my psychic development course. Everyone is intuitive and this is one of your biggest superpowers and there's always more to unlock. So whether you're just starting out exploring your psychic abilities or if you're already tapped in but looking to develop those gifts even further, this course is perfect for you. I've taken the most helpful things I've learned on my journey and put it into one jam-packed course that walks you through opening up your gifts and deepening them step-by-step. I teach you how to fully open your clairs, how to connect with spirit guides and ascended masters, how to master the art of psychic protection and boundaries, which is huge for tapping into high-frequency information. We talk about using psychic tools, portals, vortexes, soul centers, and so much more. When you sign up, you get lifetime access to 40 pre-recorded video lessons, five meditation activations that I have infused with a high 70 energy, exclusive invocations and connection processes, downloadable PDFs, and so much more to help you on your journey. It's a self-paced course. You can take your time and it's jam-packed and you'll get access to the Channel Collective membership 
for three months. So you'll have access to all of that information as well and all of those Q&A calls for that touch point with me. So if you are ready to fully open up your intuitive gifts, make sure you check out my psychic development course. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash courses and you'll find it right there. So Whitney, I like to start every guest interview with a few questions to help my audience get to know you if you're ready and available. Sounds that. great. Let's do it. <laughs> great. So the first one is how do you like to start your day? What's your morning ritual? So my morning ritual is always different because it depends. Recently, it really depends on how I physically feel. And I've been really affected by the spring equinox. My body just needs extra sleep, extra time. So it also depends if I'm going straight to a workout, but one thing I do always do in the morning is read out my affirmations and I have them recorded on my phone. So even if I just don't feel like saying them, I listen to myself, say them, and that invites me in to really feel them and want to express them as well. So that I do get done every morning. Okay. Love that. Love that. So you either like basically go straight into a workout or you sleep in. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. I go straight into the workout or I sleep a little extra and then slowly get myself going in the morning, you know, wash my face, drink some water, all that good stuff. But the consistent thing that happens every morning is my affirmations. And I try to touch on them three times a day because I got to, I got to make these things happen. (laughs) It's it's true. Uh, Do you have a favorite that you would like to share to give people inspo of my affirmations right now. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'll say, I'll say a few of them. So the first one is I Whitney am host of the most successful podcast ever because I love my podcast, the high vibration living podcast. I love recording. I love meeting new people. I love learning. Another one is I'm settled in my safe, beautiful dream home. I deserve my dream home. Um, I think for a lot of star seeds or just people in general during this time, we all want to find our place, our home, our forever home. And that feeling of being settled is really important to me. Um, And another one is, you know, I am perfectly and vibrantly healthy in every part of my mind, body, soul, heart, and being. Um, you know, just trying to let go of a few more things physically, emotionally, spiritually, so I can feel my best in my body. So those are a few of my affirmations and recording them on my phone and hearing myself say them has really helped. I love those so much. I love hearing other people's affirmations because I feel like that's how I get inspo Mm -hmm. in terms of like, because I feel like with affirmations, the key is like how you say it, you know, sometimes you hear someone say it in a way where like, oh, that really resonates. Cause if you sit, you know, if you're saying in a way where you're like, I wouldn't actually say that I wouldn't use that language. It doesn't land. So I always like to hear how other people phrase it. Cause you can pick things up and be like, oh, I really like that one, you know? So I appreciate you, you sharing those. And I have been hit really hard by the equinox for sure. Um, I like literally couldn't get out of my bed yesterday, the entire day. I was like, my entire body was aching. Like I was in, I was in like major pain. I was sleeping. I was like just in and out of sleep. I felt like I was drugged. I was like, this is insane. Did that happen to you too? That's how I felt Saturday. I felt, so I don't drink, you know, because of, and I'm sure, you know, 
when you start to really tap into your spiritual abilities and, and your third eye and your psychic abilities, you really can't drink. It just yeah. really doesn't make you feel good. So I don't drink and I haven't for many years. And I woke up on Saturday feeling so hungover. I slept 12 hours. It made no sense. All I did Friday night was go to yoga. Yeah. It was restorative. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> really, really moved a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I got out of bed dizzy, like not sure where I was. I couldn't function all day. I looked at the moon. I needed to figure out if it was a new moon or full moon, like what was affecting me. And clearly it's the equinox. And, you know, I've gone through lots of different phases of my spiritual life and lots of different beliefs, but this one has really shook me to, and made me truly believe that some sort of up-leveling is going on some sort of deep restorative healing is going on because I haven't been shook by an energy shift in a long time, the way this one has affected me. Mm -hmm. No, I feel that I texted my boyfriend and I was like, I think that rebirth I'm going through is a bit bigger than I had, than I had thought. I was like, we were talking about going through like, you know, another death and rebirth. And I'm like, yeah, I think this is actually a lot bigger than (laughs) it's not a mini one, you know? So I feel that. And that's the thing is like now, like you, the further along you get on it. I used to not be as aware of all this in my own body. You know, people would talk about feeling the new moon and full moon. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. But I didn't really feel it. And like, you know, now it's like so intense. I feel it so, so clearly. So it really forces us to be gentler with ourselves for sure. Well, the energies from the moon is part of what led me to become a health supportive chef. Mm -hmm. So when I turned about 29 and 30, I was starting to notice that, you know, once a month I was really feeling one way. And then later in the month, I would really feel another way. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. Like I'd have these moments where I was starving and I, I didn't matter what I ate, I couldn't get full. And then a few weeks later, I wouldn't be able to eat anything. I'd be stuffed at like a half an apple. And I was like, what is going on? Why is my body giving me all these mixed signals and it's happening every month. And so I started tracking it. And I realized I was becoming really sensitive during full moons and new moons. And this was before there was even like moon apps and it wasn't even easy to track, but I was trying to figure out why my body was reacting this way. And that led me to learning more about food, wanting to prepare my own food, studying with shamans and mediums to finally understand that my, what my body was reacting to, and then figuring out if I have these long lost, um, contracts with the moon that I need to break and other things that, you know, other contracts or past life experience that I need to move forward from that are causing these constant shifts twice a month. Mm -hmm. But that, that moon energy, you know, changed my whole life and my trajectory because I just wanted to get to the bottom of why I was feeling a certain way. So whenever they start to bubble up again, you know, I do pay attention because yeah, it, it really ruled me for a long time. Yeah. Well, okay. I just need to get into it then. We'll get back to the other things later. <laughs> uh, did that have any, I'm just curious, did that have any connection to like parasites or anything too? Or was it purely, it was purely moon? It was purely. So I went down the road and mm-hmm. I tried to 
did parasite cleanses, mm-hmm. did hardcore juice fast with colonics, with parasite supplements, did candida cleanses, mm-hmm. spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars working with doctors and nutritionists from the East coast to the West coast, trying to quote unquote, heal my gut. Nothing helped me. So, I mean, I thought I was going insane. Yeah. And so I felt at my wits end, truly, you know, I had gone to culinary school. I had spent all this money working with other people and I couldn't get to the root cause of food binges, like really just being starving, absolutely starving and would eat a ton of food in one day. Cause I couldn't get full. And then other days, not even being able to eat a half an apple and I'd been stuffed. I was like, this is making no sense. And this is, you know, hasn't been going on my whole life. You know, I can specifically identify a birth date where it started and why is this happening? Like, why is this? When was it? It was basically when I turned 30 is when this stuff started. Wow. Yeah. And I wanted out (laughs) through the cycle for five, six years. I recognized it really quickly, but I couldn't find a teacher to help me get out. So where I went and did my mediumship classes, they did a fair every weekend or once one week in a month, they did a fair where all their different psychics, mediumship specialists would come and you could do short little one-on-one classes with them, you know, to see if what they're offering is maybe something you need. So I went up to the front desk and talked to somebody that I know that was working the show and just said, you know, I feel like there's a layer I need to let go of. Like, I can't figure it out. I can't tap in, figure it out. Is there a teacher maybe you recommend that I can talk to? She recommends the shaman that's there. I go in and have a conversation with her, just a 30 minute kind of intro. And you know, when you meet those people that really challenge you, that you kind of leave the meeting and you're like, I hate them. They're so mean. Like they really challenged me. I was like, I need that. What she has, I need. So I made an appointment to see her and I laid it out. I was like, Hey, I'm having these issues. Like, I don't understand why I, once a month I binge on food and it's just, it's just, it's not any specific food. It's just, I'm starving. And then, you know, a few weeks later, I can't eat anything. And I think it has to do with the moon, but I don't know what, what it is. And she educated me on moon contracts and had me do multiple ceremonies to break the contract. And I was, I was completely cured. Okay. 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 I, this is so great. Okay. First of all, when you were going, when you first tried the more traditional route, were things popping up on labs? Like were things coming up that then, so everything was clear and they just were like, okay, well maybe it's not picking it up. So you just were trying the cleanse. Anyway. We, were, we were doing it all anyway. Yeah. And I, on the same time, I started to go to a, a therapist and got yeah. traditional counseling. So I could, you know, let go of the trapped emotions, like yeah. talk about like my deep seated feelings, heal childhood trauma, just like get that stuff out there. Cause I had nobody to talk to. So I feel like I'm doing it all. Yeah. And it, nothing's going anywhere. Yeah. Okay. I'm so stuck in the same place. And then I yeah. go and meet a shaman and do a few ceremonies in my backyard and I never overeat again. Yeah. Like that's insane. Oh. I totally, I mean, I had like a very similar, it, it wasn't the same problem, but it was a similar, it was like a, a past life clearing and we were good. And I was like, really after hundreds of thousands of dollars in like seven years, Yeah, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> okay. Talk to me about the moon contracts. What were the contracts? 
That's so interesting. So she had me write out a contract and verbalize that I was breaking the contract. I went and bought a candle that burns for seven days. Mm -hmm. And I read the contract, did my own little ceremony, and then put the seven day candle over that contract. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, this was a while ago. So I want to say at least four years ago. So maybe even five. So I'm trying to think, you know, we wrote out the contract and then I, we wrote out the contract together and then we chose a specific day for me to start it. And I think we either chose a full moon or a new moon. And then I read the contract, you know, out loud, probably three times. And then I put it in a place in my house where I felt like it would be safe to put a candle over and burn. So I basically put the paper and the candle in the bathtub. Yeah. (laughs) And just would pull it out anytime I needed to take a shower or, um, but I basically kept it there for seven days (laughs) and then I was free. Okay. Okay. It sounds insane. No, it doesn't at all. Uh, not to me. Okay. But like what, I want to know more about what these contracts mean. Like, like, like it was a contract with the moon that you had made in another lifetime or like, like, what do you mean by that? So from what I remember from our conversation, it was picking up that at some past life, I had made a contract with the moon for something in return. I did some sort mm-hmm. of ed- energetic exchange yeah. for some sort of benefit. Um, and even nope. though, do you know what it is? No. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. <laughs> I always see myself as a woman making this contract you for are. something in return. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll tell you what, what I'm seeing, but, uh, well, they're, they're showing me you, you were brunette. Yes. That's what I see too. Yeah. You first did it for food. That you is- first did it for food. You were hungry. Like you, you were hungry. Um, and you had these gifts and you could do this, but you're like, you had these gifts and people thought you were crazy. Like you couldn't make any money. And so you did it for food and it worked. And then you, and you did it a couple of times for food and it worked. And then you did it for love. That sounds like me. <laughs> it sounds on brand. <laughs> sounds on brand. Sounds like something I'd unfortunately do again in this lifetime. Yeah. Um, sounds very similar to my affirmations. <laughs> so good. But wow. You're right on with the image of the woman that I see. Mm-hmm. And from my recollection was like, I made the contract. I got what I needed from it. The contract should have ended, but Mm -hmm. it didn't. And I kept carrying it over and over and over again. So Mm -hmm. blessing me with an abundance of food to eat as every month as my, how, how do you want to call it? Um, you know, every month I I'm having this moment where suddenly I'm starving, but yet I, I'm, available. I'm able to have this abundance of food to eat. Yeah. You know, it's, it's It's karmic. It's an odd karmic curse. Mm -hmm. And that as soon as I recognized it and decided I want it to end, it all ended and I get peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. Um, especially 
considering my, my work is as a health supportive chef Mm -hmm. and also one with a lot of spiritual aspects. So whenever clients are talking to me about their diet or their food issues, I always want them to go deeper Mm -hmm. because, you know, the candida cleanse might not cut it. You know, the Mm -hmm. parasite cleanse might not cut it. That might be something else deep within that you haven't even looked at yet. That's causing the cycle. Oh, one, 100%. I mean, oh man. Well, it's, it's interesting because I see how that feels like a curse for you, but that wasn't really a curse. It was the trigger. It was the trigger to get you to remember, right? Because like in that life, like you knew how to use the energetic modalities to heal people physiologically. Um, and it like, without that trigger, you probably wouldn't have gone that route in this life. Yes. You know, um, it's like, but there was an interesting, like, thank you saying like refining your magic. Like it, it was all, it was like the, the spell you were using. You didn't realize how it would impact you across incarnations. It was like an oopsie. You know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> know, it's interesting. I'm writing down, refining your magic. Yeah. On, on my notebook from other past <laughs> conversations with Christina, the channel with <laughs> wise words, um, that we almost aren't taught even at this time mm-hmm. of great awakening that the decisions that we make every day might carry over into other lifetimes. And are we willing to take that on? Yeah. And isn't the whole point of this one, not just to learn and grow spiritually, but to make the next, the next time, the next path, just a little easier and a little more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like, you know, this time around, like the big focus is people have got to face their karma. Like there's a ton of people where this is their last incarnation here. Uh, and so everybody's dealing with all their stuff, you know, across lifetimes. And what it reminds me of is, you know, how many people won't focus on their health at a young age because, because the health issues aren't staring them in the face right now. It's just that instant gratification energy. And then what they're 50, they're 60, they're 70, and they have cancer or a neurodegenerative disease, or there's something going wrong with their health or back issues. You know, there's something that goes on with their health and the struggling later on. And it's only when things get really bad that they suddenly are starting to change their diet or take care of themselves. It's like a similar energy. I feel like across lifetimes, like, oh yeah, like I'll do this here. And maybe there's no repercussions. There are, it just might be a different incarnation of you. You know, like, are we willing, are we willing to take full responsibility for, for everything? You know, um, I think that's, it's a big topic. I, and it's just interesting because, yeah, I know for me, like a lot of my health issues were across lifetimes. And I actually think for more people than not, like the energetic piece is much more relevant. And I feel like now more than ever before, like, especially at this time, a lot of people, that's how they're getting woken up. Like they're having all of these autoimmune diseases or crazy gut issues. I'm curious, because I'm sure you see that too. Like a lot of people with gut issues, it's very energetic. And, and I feel like, yeah. And for people listening, I'm not saying that like, if you have a SIBO diagnosis or candida or parasites that that's not going on, like we can have all that going on and showing up on the labs, but what created the train for that to happen slash like, what's the energy underneath it? 
you know, like that can be going on too, but that doesn't mean that was like the root root, like something caused that. Um, or there's an energy, like I used to have candida over and over and over again. So I had to get to the root of like, what was underneath that? Um, why do you think that it manifests? Like, what do you think is going on energetically that you see a lot when it comes to gut issues specifically? Well, I think, you know, multiple things are going on just like we can't just treat the physical body or the emotional or the spiritual or the etheric. You have to treat all four bodies. So one, people have to eat real food. So I think a lot, what's coming up is people are eating processed food, but they think some of it's healthy. And then they don't understand why they have the gut issue. So people are eating, you know, plant-based meats, but they aren't understanding why they're bloated and have gas because they're not really paying attention to the ingredients in that plant-based meat and how that is made and how that is processed in the human body. So I think one is they're really not aware of their food and they're not aware of preparing their food properly. So they aren't making beans from scratch. They're opening a can. They're not washing their rice or even soaking their rice. They're just pouring it straight into the pot with water. So I think it's all those little things that build up. I think a huge portion on top of that is the emotional wellness. So their inability to communicate their feelings, to let it out, bottling it all in and down for long periods of time, create gut health issues. And then I think another layer of it is the energetics. So not knowing how to protect your personal shield, allowing other people's stuff to get in your shield, being a sponge, um, collecting other people's emotions and feelings. Um, and then I think a lot of it is past life too, that they have to clear. And so for me, I started having gut issues when I was in high school and they'd always come up in the evening. And when I'd lay down in bed, I would see the images. I would see the story. Um, and it took me until I was in my thirties to finally meet people that could do some past life work with me. And those movies that I would see every night when I'd go to sleep in high school came up and sure enough, they were the root cause of the pain I was having on the right side of my stomach because I kept being stabbed and shot and killed over and over again in the same spot, which would mean that's why I have pain in the same spot every day. Yeah. So wow. it's, we are, we are like, we are fascinating layered beings and we get to honor all the layers in order to feel better in our body. And maybe maybe use those experiences to help us on our path in, in our career or our love life or our family life or wherever our trail may go. Yeah. I'm curious, like you said, you, you were seeing those images in high school and those movies, like how did that affect you? What, what, were you scared or what I was, was it like for you? Scared. I just wanted to know more, you know? Um, and some of those movies naturally disappeared as I think timelines and different energetics were healed. You know, like I specifically can remember an age I was when I no longer saw images of new England and Salem and that region and, and the burning the witches and my feet burning every night when I go to bed, um, everything regarding that some sort of something was cleared and someone flipped a switch and I never saw those images, stories, or felt that physical pain anymore. 
Mm-hmm. I was suddenly freed. Um, while others required me to do the work to clear them. Have yeah. you had any experiences like that? Oh yeah. Ton. I mean, like you, you mean like with things just clearing spontaneously? Yeah. Well, sometimes, sometimes us just remembering and acknowledging is enough to clear it. Like sometimes we just have to remember and acknowledge it. And that actually just like does its job. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's coming up because I think, especially when you're younger, you, you're, you're like less aware of how this is playing out, you know, like, let's say I start having a past life memory coming up or a physical symptom and, and going along with it right now as an adult, like if that was happening now, both you and I are like, so in tune with our bodies are like, so in tune with like the energetics of everything going on in our lives are able to recognize patterns in our lives that we would see where the energy is showing up somewhere else in my life. But like, you know, if I'm 16, if I'm 17, if I'm 18, let alone even younger, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing this memory come up, I'm probably not aware of like how that life was connected to maybe me being bullied at school. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like me feeling not good enough for me feeling like the outsider, like it, because it's coming up for a reason, because something in our lives is, is triggering that same energy. We might not realize the parallels at that time, you know, uh, but in whatever, however we are responding to reacting to what's happening in this lifetime, like let, let's use the bullying example, right? Maybe, maybe we're having that memory of like, you know, being burned at, at the stake. Uh, and at the same time, you know, you're 16 and there are like, you're, you're feeling left out of the group, you know, other girls are making fun of you or like saying you're weird or whatever. Uh, and you respond in a way that's very empowered and you speak up for yourself and, or maybe you just say, you know what, these people aren't really worth my time. And you decide to start spending time with people who, who do see you and where you do fit in by taking that different action. You just like created a new energetic groove and pattern. And then that can just clear the past life stuff that you didn't get to complete in that, in that life. But I think, you know, when we're younger, we don't realize how it's paralleling or why it's coming up, why the memory is coming up. If I could talk to my high school self, all I wish I would have done is journal it, at least write it down so I can reference it later and have, you know, maybe additional details that I don't have now um, to support me in clearing it or just to see how far I've come. It would Mm -hmm. be so much fun to be able to look back. Yeah, totally. And some of that is just like, awareness of the gift. You know what I mean? Like it's coming on in a very intense way. So you, you like, you know, something's happening, like it's here. Uh, and that's why even just acknowledging it sometimes is enough to let it go. But yeah, I'm just curious because I mean, I had a lot of, a lot of past life memories, like very, very young age, um, that for sure traumatized me. So I was just curious. Yeah. 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 None of them them traumatized me. Um, Part of it also is I love history. Like, yeah. And I definitely romanticize about it. Mm -hmm. So I just always assumed I have a very vivid memory. (laughs) You know, I see everything in color. Um, I have a great memory now in the present. You know, I'm one of those people that can open a book and see the paragraph that the answer's in. Um, yeah. So I just assumed yeah. like, oh, it's just like, you know, vivid, creative memory. Like, yeah. And it wasn't until a lot later that I was like that when doing past life work that I realized, no, that's, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. 
like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So you start having those memories. You have those movies. Um, <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> this is like, like I, I had no idea that you had all these, like that was what was at the root of your gut issues. Isn't that interesting? Cause no one, you know, I've never talked about that because I don't talk about never talked about the moon ceremony with anybody other than mm-hmm. Shamananda who I did it with. Mm-hmm. And she and I talk about moon contracts together a lot, but we also forget because it's been so long since she had to do that for herself. It's been so long since mm-hmm. I've done it for myself. She hasn't had many clients that have those moon issues. So it's almost like we've healed it and and we've almost forgotten. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But it was a huge issue for me when I was, when I was 30 living in Washington, DC, and I was trying to find somebody to talk to about it. You know, I was getting so frustrated and I couldn't find anyone to talk to about it. I found one person that was having the same issue. My facialist, um, was extremely psychic because, you know, she spent all this time right next to my face. She could really pick up on things. So I talked to her a little bit about it, but you know, when you start waking up, it's hard to find a community, um, a lot easier now that you and so many people have online communities, but back at this time, it was very challenging. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, okay. A few things with that when it was happening. So while this candle is burning over these seven days, yeah, are you, are you physically feeling anything going on or no? Interesting. I can't remember. Okay. I would just be curious at the end. I really felt free Mm. and I felt like there was, I think maybe a few months after a little bit of it came back. So I did it one more time to seal it Mm -hmm. and we've been good ever since. So I'm pretty sure I did it ultimately twice. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, so you, (laughs) you have these issues, you do this moon ceremony and it gets rid of it. Yeah. What were you telling people around you? Like, did you tell them nothing? You just said nobody in my life knew that I was doing this. And at the time, did they know you have gut issues? Did they know that you're struggling? Um, I don't think I was communicating about it to anyone. I think if you looked at me, you knew something was going on because I was so inflamed and I had gained so much weight. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you saw what I ate on a day-to-day basis, it wouldn't make any sense. Mm. it's like, Oh, she's having like, you know, a hard boiled egg and a half a sweet potato for breakfast. And she's having a salad with a piece of chicken on lunch for lunch. Mm -hmm. And then for dinner, she's having like a nice balanced meal of a little protein, a little starch, a little veggie, you know, it, it wasn't making any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, my inflammation and, you know, but a lot of inflammation when I've really looked into it for me it's not a health disorder. It's an energetic issue. It's protection. It's my body is holding water because I don't feel safe and we're creating a protective layer. And we're also doing it because we don't want to be seen or I don't want to be seen. So, you know, it's my shield. It's what I'm hiding behind. And so it's breaking that down so I can let it go because it's not my diet and it's not my health. I've gotten all the tests. I still do, you know, I still do tests every year. Um, I did a hair analysis not too long ago and none of it's getting to why I have 
a little, a little more inflammation and it's, it's all energetic that I'm trying to break through. Mm, Yeah. And I feel like that's, I mean, inflammation is such a hot topic, right? Like everyone's talking about, because it's a real thing. It really is a real thing. And I feel like it hasn't been until the last few years that people have realized how much like inflammation is everything. Like even just like weight alone, like I feel like most people, if you looked at it just from a purely inflammation perspective, like that would unlock a lot. Well, I think I've been seeing a lot of nutritionists push back online saying inflammation is a buzzword. Mm-hmm. It's fake. It's not real. It's, you know, created by functional medicine doctors. It's not a real thing. But if you are waking up in your body and you feel swollen, yeah. That is inflammation. And you know, you feel swollen. Nobody else is in your body. You know it. Mm-hmm. I know when I wake up swollen, I know how I feel right now is swollen. And it, you know, it doesn't matter what I do. The swelling hasn't come down yet. And so I know it's not my diet and lifestyle. I know there's an energetic block there that I get to let go of. And when I get, when I learn what it is, and let go of it, I'll get to share it with other people. So they don't have to feel this way anymore. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, it's like, if people think it's not real, they probably haven't experienced it, but I'm like, there's no other explanation for why I can like one day wear this size jeans and tomorrow I wake up and I need to go three sizes bigger. Like there's no, or like I'm four ring sizes different. Like this is a real freaking thing. You know, like if I'm in a moldy building, uh, I'm, I'm literally four pant sizes bigger like hundred percent, you know? So there's no other explanation for that. That doesn't fluctuate like that daily, like on a day-to-day basis, you know, or like, I mean, I have literally had experiences where like overnight I've lost like 20 pounds. That's not like, that's inflammation. You don't just like lose, you know what I mean? (laughs) Wait like that, like overnight it's just like released it. Um, so it is a really real thing. And I think it affects a lot more people than then we've realized, you know, because it's like, you know, for some people that manifest as, as like weight, like with inflammation, but for others, it's like, it's the pains, it's the aches, it's like autoimmune type symptoms. It's the brain fog. Like all of that is, is inflammatory. If you have been looking for a place to take a deep dive into all things, intuition, manifestation, brain rewiring, spiritual awakening, and activating miracles in your own life, then the Channel Collective is the place for you. I know it can feel like a lot as you shift into 5D and shed those old layers and start to see things in a new way. You're connecting to who you really are and you might have a lot of questions, you might feel confused or even lonely, but I also know that you have that deep thirst for knowledge and that is why I'm so excited about the Channel Collective membership. This community is a safe, welcoming space to help you explore your spirituality and your unique gifts while connecting with other like-minded people. When you join the membership, you get access to an ever-growing library of hundreds of exclusive videos on all things spirituality, manifestation, intuition, living in 5D, self-healing, and so much more. Plus, you get access to Ascension School, which is a library of exclusive trance-channeled messages from different ascended masters so that you can learn from them for yourself. This is where I share my juiciest, most exclusive downloads and things that I've channeled that I don't share with the public. And you get access to ad-free pre-released podcast episodes. We also have monthly Q&A calls where you can ask me anything and connect with other members. 
monthly manifestation calls, and monthly high 70 energy healing group sessions. It's truly everything you need to raise your vibration, manifest the life you want, and really anchor in 5D consciousness. I have created this container as a really powerful way for you to continue to upgrade and raise your frequency so that you can tap into all of your inner magic. This is the membership I wish I had and what I wanted, so... It's really my favorite place to be, and I know that if you love the podcast, if you enjoy my YouTube channel, if you follow me on Instagram, you are going to love this because it is the true deep dive and the most exclusive information. So if you are ready to be expanded, check out the Channel Collective membership. Just head to christinathechannel.com membership. All of the information will be there. You can check out the different tiers and get ready to feel expanded and abundant. I can't wait to see you there. But I'm curious, like, you were already trained as a chef. Um, Were you already interested in, like, the health side of it? You were already... And that's why I chose the culinary school I went to. Mm -hmm. I went to the first health supportive culinary school in the U.S. because I wanted just as much nutrition training as food preparation training. And I also wanted to go to a place that was going to teach me, you know, all the alternative theories. Like I really believe that you can heal yourself with food. And then once you, once you manage the food part, then you can do, I think the extra credit, the dessert, which is Mm -hmm. the spiritual work that will naturally, you know, when you get your diet, right it opens up your third eye. It opens up your whole body. So then everything else will start to just naturally unleash. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I chose the culinary school that I did. So I was already super into health and wellness and eating whole real foods and shopping at the farmer's market. I then went to culinary school to support that further. Um, while also having like a deep spiritual practice, but you know, It was like, as soon as I completed culinary school, it was really weird. I completed culinary school. I was in great shape, um, probably the best shape of my life and looked the best I had ever looked. And it was like, as soon as I was ready to step out into my career, that's when I started to get really hit energetically. Um, And I just felt like someone put a brick on top of me and that something was like trying to eat me alive when I was sleeping at night. And I was Mm -hmm. constantly feeling like I was being energetically attacked. And, um, I gained like 30 pounds in less than two months. It made no sense. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to do, but I, I needed help. And so I tried to find therapists and spiritual practitioners who I could talk to about this openly and get to the root cause of why I was why I was feeling like I was being energetically attacked and, um, eaten alive, you know, but those aren't, you know, it's hard to bring that up to somebody. They're going to think you're crazy, you know? (laughs) Well, depending who you're talking to, like, like what opened you up? Have you always been spiritual or what led you down that path? I've always been like this, but there are times where I definitely shut it down. You know, um, I really was shutting it down in like high school and college because I didn't want to listen to my gut. I just wanted to do what would allow me to fit in. And if I listened to my gut, it would mean going the opposite direction of everybody around me. And, you know, I just wanted to go in the flow. I just wanted to be normal. I just wanted to graduate from college, get a good job, get married, have two kids, live in the perfect little house. and my gut was always telling me to do things that maybe wouldn't 
wouldn't in one part of my mind lead down that path. And after years of fighting it and by fighting it, I was creating gut issues. I was creating health issues. And ultimately I decided that I wanted to heal those gut issues. And then that just opened a Pandora's box. It was me deciding that I could heal myself and then doing the work to find the answers to do it myself. Because when I had turned to doctors, that wasn't the answer. Yeah. Is anyone in your family spiritual too? Yeah. So my mom okay. psychic and her mom was extremely psychic. So I grew up with my grandmother living next door who again was incredibly psychic. Um, you know, the type of psychic where like, she would tell my mom, don't leave the house. You need to wait 10 minutes or something bad's going to happen. My mom doesn't listen. She walks out the door. She gets her car gets hit, you know, oh my she God. An accident or like, you know, one time my mom was told by her mother, no, you can't go to the, to the, to the beach house this weekend. Something bad's going to happen. My mom doesn't listen. She goes anyway with her friends. They do a bonfire outside on the beach. My mom wakes up in the morning and her sleeping bag got caught on fire and burned all the way around her body and stopped right before her skin. So like my grandmother was like that type of psychic, yeah. like, like wild. minutes, but my grandmother shut it down at one point and my mom shut it down at one point. So I shut it down on what point, but I decided to open it back up because it was the only way for me to find peace in my body and find happiness. I had to lean in. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone, like, I'm sure you had a moment where ultimately you're like, you have to surrender and lean in and learn how to use this skill. Otherwise you will be haunted by it. Oh, totally. Well, also I think it's the best skill. Are you kidding? Yeah. I, I love, I love this skill. <laughs> I don't like the feeling of like, I'm like, if I have access to all this information, why would I not be tapping into it? Like, I, I just don't even understand, you know? And when I was younger, I understand why I shut it down because when I was little, I was seeing really scary things. Like I, I had no control over it and I was seeing really scary things, but like as an adult learning to work with it and like learning the control. It's like, I don't see scary things. I see great things, you know? So it's my favorite. It's my favorite tool. Um, have have yeah. you done retreats yet to, to specific high vibration places on the planet? Like traveled like overseas and stuff. Yeah. No, no. Okay. I mean, I've done retreats at like places in the U S like different vortexes, but yeah. I haven't, I haven't gone out of the U S yet. I want to go out of the U S with you. <laughs> oh, I would be down when, when you're ready to book that. I, I want to go. Why do you want to go out of the U S with, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a spot to go with you. Mm, that's that so you funny are going to be able to see through a space. And, and I feel like everyone that comes along on that trip mm -hmm. is somebody that has a past life in that location. And oh, yeah. we're all going to get a deeper healing from going together as a community because we mm. were there as a community. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. You're, you know, you're not the first person that's like randomly brought that up to me. No. Uh, so I'll let you know, I haven't had the, whenever that's supposed to happen, I'm, it will yeah. you know come forward for me. Uh, but yeah, that would be fun. That, yeah. that would be fun. I love that. Okay. So I want to talk about, I want to talk about, Okay. I think this is so funny. Cause like you're super psychic, you're super spiritual, but you're like, like, it's like low key. 
Yes. But literally the name of your brand is like Starseed Kitchen. Yes. For those who get it. <laughs> do, so do people just not get it? And so they don't say anything. So when people ask me, why is your business and your brand called Starseed Kitchen? I have a layered response for yeah. the first, Yeah. For the first person, that's like, that's what a Starseed Kitchen. I'll mention two things. Like one, Oh, there's a constellation called the Pleiades and the nickname for the Pleiades are star seeds. And if you look at it, it looks like a mini dipper. So there's the big dipper, the little dipper, and the Pleiadian constellation looks like a cute little mini dipper. So I feel like it looks like a cute little mini copper pot and, you know, hence the name. And when I was sharing that with one person, her response was, what's the big dipper? Oh my God. And the, for me, Big Dipper, Little Dipper, and Orion's Belt were the first three constella- constellations I learned as like a four and five-year-old. Yeah. Like that, those are the easiest to spot. So <laughs> when I get that person, I'm like, well, this person is so lucky that I'm just energetically running up, running yeah. up on them. Like, bless them. May they find their way. Yeah. And then, you know, as I go deeper, it's about, you know, being the seed. Like, you're the star and you're the seed. You're planting seeds of new and old ways of thinking, living, eating, being, you know, you are the one in your household or your community that's planting the seed of just eating whole real foods, like not a diet, you know, not, not a name to associate yourself with. You're just focusing on eating fresh seasonal whole foods that work with your body. You know, it's, yeah, it's right there in the name. So the people that are meant to find me, find me. And the people that don't know they need me can still approach. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like everybody thinks that like Christina, the channel people like think it's just like the channel, like it's my channel, like it's my TV channel. You know, it's the number of people who think that like, who are like my close friends. And I'm like, what are you talking? Like, yeah, I thought it was just like, you know, it's your channel. Like it's like a TV channel. I was like, oh my God. Uh, I I never thought that. it's so, it's so funny. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's shocking. But we, you know, we, we only see what we're ready to see, right? Like we only understand what we're ready to understand. Uh, it can be staring us right in the face, which is such a metaphor for all things in life, right? It's like looking at you right there and you're literally misinterpreting it. Okay. So Starseed Kitchen, I want to talk about, is I love this stuff. You know, my, like, I really believe that a a big piece of a lot of my health issues, you know, for years of chronic illness was to lead me to my gifts, was to lead me to energy healing. But I know so much about food and nutrition and like dietary manipulation. And then looking at a, at a vibrational perspective now, like I just feel like like food is so fascinating to me. I think it's a really helpful lever we can pull spiritually. And I just love talking about the energetics of it. And I think this is a really untapped space because a lot of the people that are talking about the energetics of food don't even really know that much about food, you know? So I would love for you to explain to me what high vibrational eating is and talk about like what, what makes a food high vibration versus low vibration. Absolutely. So food is just a transfer of energy. So we, it's a blessing that we get to eat food. We can eat food three times a day, four times a day, whatever works with your body. Some eat it one time a day. 
And it's basically you're, we're choosing and getting to choose food as our energetic exchange. Now we can get energy from a lot of different places. We can get it from the sun. We can get it from yoga. We can get it from breath work. You know, we can get it from, you know, swimming. We it's life force energy. There's a lot of ways that we can pull up prana and fill ourselves up. And I always like to share the analogy, like when you're a kid or even now as an adult, when you have that day where you go to the beach and you play all day in the sun with friends or even just yourself, you know, you are having so much fun and you are just soaking in the sun and getting grounded on the sand and playing. You end up not eating that much that day. Like you'll grab like a snack here and there, but you're so full with all the prana that you're building up in other ways. And so with food, that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to fill up that life force energy. So then we can go back out and give and be. So whatever we choose to eat is going to give us a certain type of energy, you know, and there's really only two energies on this planet, an up spiral and a down spiral. So if we're going to fill ourselves up with anything, we want to be choosing things that are moving in up spiral fashion. So that's why food preparation is a big part of high vibration foods. So the way you prepare your food affects the energy that's in the food. So the quality of food that I'm getting that's coming out of an oven or over a fire or over a gas stove is very different than the energy from food coming from a microwave. So you can just visually think about the flame moving up on a gas stove or on a fire and what that's going to give you. That's like a pretty high vibration. It's moving up versus the microwave, which is moving as a wave and it's scattered electric energy. And if you look at meters that measure energy, electric is always lower than fire. So you, you know, there's little things like that, that you can analyze and then physically feel as you try them. You know, I'm someone that hasn't microwaved food since 2003. Um, you know, it's not necessary. You can survive without it and you'll feel so much better, but as you kind of wake up over time, you'll notice how different food tastes when you prepare it in different ways. Another way to look at high vibration food and the energy of food is how it grows. So we all know that like in the winter time, that's root vegetable season, beets, carrots, turnips, sweet potatoes, things that grow underneath the earth are often what is cooked during this time of year. And it's usually slow cooked you know, in broth on the stove or over a fire for a long period of time. And it gives you really like grounding, earthy, homey, cozy energy. And that's what we need this time of year. And then if you look at the food that you naturally eat in the spring and summer, it's food that's growing above the earth or on vines or on trees. And just think of when you just imagine that outside that is above ground, it's a different vibration. It's growing up towards the sun. It feels a little bit lighter and you feel lighter when you eat cucumbers and melons and peaches and plums and stone fruit and, you know, green beans and cherry tomatoes. All those things feel really different than a beet and a sweet potato. So it's understanding that the food you eat is going to make you feel a certain way. And you know that we all know that when we sit down and eat a dinner um, at a restaurant, but you can really pinpoint all the ingredients that are going to make you feel one way or another. And so that way you can start to eat food 
that will support how you want to feel. Yeah. Okay. I, so this is what's interesting with the, the cooking styles, like for me, something that's really relevant is like the water content of food. So I feel horrible when I have roasted vegetables, when I have things that are cooked like over fire, like I actually feel horrible and anything, but it's like, well, I guess it, this could, this would be over fire, but I shouldn't say that. Like if it's roasted, it's yeah. water content. If it's roasted, I feel like a piece of shit. Uh, if it's steamed, I feel great. Um, because one, the water content has been sucked out of it. Yeah. And the other one has been infused with water content. And it's so mm-hmm. interesting because as I've continued to develop my psychic abilities and my spiritual practice, I mean, there was a time where I ate roasted Brussels sprouts and cauliflower, like every day I haven't had roasted Brussels sprouts or cauliflower in like a year. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have them steamed or blanched or in stews or soups. Again, it's the water content. That's really interesting. Yeah. That, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm just curious, like, cause I guess, I mean, it has more life force and it's like, it's like, I guess the, like the water is what's getting charged, right? Like I can actually charge my food. It's easier for your body to digest and absorb the food when there's more water content in it, when it's sucked dry. So chips, you know, um, roasted vegetables, anything where the water has been pulled out of it, it's a lot harder to digest. Your body's going to have to work a lot harder. And then all your energy is going to have to go to your gut and your digestive system in order to process it. And that's less energy going to your mind or your body. Mm-hmm. And you probably don't have time to spend all your energy on your gut. You have a lot of other things going on. <laughs> so your body's naturally telling you like, that's not going to work anymore. We don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. You need to eat food that is going to really fuel you. Um, and one of the best things you can do is anything that's soup and broth based, you know, yeah, it hydrates every cell in your body totally. and you're right. you can charge it. So I, one of the things I love to do, I did it before our call and I did it. I've done it almost every day this week is I've been staging my, my kitchen a lot recently, just because new season got to clean and clear out the old, you know, set intentions for what I want to be creating in my kitchen for my health, for my home. Um, so understanding that your kitchen is an energetic space where you can create whatever alchemy you want. Um, that you have kitchen equipment that's on all the time, creating an electromagnetic frequency and that you have to clean and clear out that electromagnetic frequency. Cause it really doesn't serve you. You know, you can't turn your fridge off at night. Like you can turn off your Wi-Fi, the fridge, the oven, a lot of these things have to stay plugged in all the time and that's okay. But we just need to know that, you know, it's really good to open a window while you're cooking, get the fresh air in, get the excess gas out, get any electromagnetic energy out, but then also like clean and clear it energetically, because there's a lot of emotions that happen in the kitchen. Even if you're just there by yourself cooking, you go through an emotional wave while you're in there with all your, your food noise. Um, when other people come into the home during the holidays. Um, so So taking proper care of that kitchen space and cleaning and clearing it. So you're making intentional, delicious food that are, that's going to uplift you and make you feel good is important too. Yeah, no, I love that. Okay. I have some specific food questions because I think this is interesting. Um, what do you feel vibrationally about caffeine? Hmm. 
I feel like, I feel like caffeine specifically coffee is a controversial one. It is. And I think, so I drink coffee and I drink tea. I feel Mm -hmm. very differently when I drink both. Um, I think it all depends on the quality. So like there are certain coffee that I can never touch with a 10 foot pole. Like I, I would never drink coffee at certain places ever because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't taste good. And if you start to dig into the source and practices of, you know, growing that coffee and then fermenting it and making it, I mean, it's all there. Yeah. <laughs> when I drink coffee, I go to a coffee shop that washes their beans in filtered water and uses only filtered water with their coffee. And I feel great when I drink their coffee, it makes me happy. It actually uplifts me. Mm-hmm. And then the vibe of the people, there are so fantastic. You know, every time you go, they know you and they know your order. It's like the yeah. old days. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so I think that makes a huge difference. Just like with my green tea, you know, I source an organic Jasmine green tea from one place. I've tried ordering from all different places, all different price points but there's only one that resonates for me mm-hmm. and they are very, very mindful. So that's how I feel about coffee and tea. Yeah. I feel like it's just like food. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about the source and the quality and how it's grown, how it's fermented, how it gets to you and your cup. Yeah. I want to move into the other controversial one. I feel animal products. Hmm. So one of my, one of my first teachers, I would actually say this teacher, she's the woman that created the word starseed. She, really? yeah, she's an astrologer. She's, I want to say she's in her eighties now. And she is who, um, coined the word starseed. She's the one that noticed when she was doing, um, natal chart readings, um, the pattern in the charts. And she taught me a great lesson with proteins and meats. And I've had a lot of other teachers after that say the same thing is that there's no greater food to ground you and bring you back into your body than animal proteins. Mm -hmm. And we are here to be in our body. It is great to sometimes go vegan or vegetarian. If you need some clarity, it really works. You can just do it for a day and Mm -hmm. like, you'll be so clear, but you really, this is an inside job in the physical body experience most of the time. And the animal proteins allow you to be grounded and feel good. I spent a year trying to be vegan and I got very, very sick. My skin turned orange. My body stopped producing bile. I had a slew of health issues when I tried to play that game. It didn't work. But I also believe you really need to look into your ancestry and how your family has been eating for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. And when I look at all the paths of my family, so you can take your grandparents, that's four people. And then your great grandparents, eight people, and just keep going back and looking at all the places that they lived. Unfortunately, my family was never vegan or vegetarian. And so it just doesn't work with me now, my bloodline, um, and what I need to feel good in my body, but it's all about sourcing. So, you know, I'm not buying frozen factory farm chicken breasts and defrosting it and then frying it. You know, I'm, I'm choosing the best quality pasture raised chicken that I can find in my area or that I can afford, you know, I'm buying grass finished field harvested when I can, you know, you just, you, you do the best you can, but you educate yourself about your protein choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I, you know, when I first started getting into like really, really focusing on my 
psychic abilities and things. And like, I was like, I feel like everyone's like vegan. And I, I would like try and I'm like, there's no, I can't, I just literally cannot. I, my body can't do it. And, um, then one day I woke up and my body just like would not eat animal protein. Uh, like it was just a very natural thing. And people will bring this up to me and I'm like, look, if you're supposed to be more plant-based, your body's going to tell you, you know? And then it was like a very, like, if you're trying and it's hard, I don't think that's necessarily what your body wants. I mean, there are always nuances and I was, you know, primarily plant-based for, for uh, years. And then there was a period where like my, my guides, my body was basically like only raw like pure raw. It was like, I, everything had to be so high frequency. I, I, because of everything I was processing and, and moving through. And so I followed that. And there, and there was a period where I was living off of raw milk. I was just drinking raw milk because it just, my body wanted just Mm -hmm. pure liquid and I needed all the nutrients. And so I've gone through different phases and it wasn't until it was actually like pretty recent that I got the, Hey, like, add in more animal products again. Uh, and it was like, and I was like, okay. And I, I, I always ask like, you know, why, uh, you know, why are you having me change this or that? Cause it's always changing. Um, and I've gone through phases with caffeine too. And they're basically like, okay, so over the last few years, you've been like downloading all this stuff and connecting with all these vibrations and blah, blah, blah. And now it all has to ground in. It all has to ground into the physical. So it was like literally a timing thing, you know, and I feel like that just speaks to what you were saying about like, you know, food, like these are all tools for us energetically. And so then it made sense to me of like, oh, I see why for the last few years, it was like, I was just floating, collecting all of this stuff, like basically in the astral vibrationally. And now it all wants to ground in, you know, and like meditation wise, you know, for the last few weeks, like it's like, it's all getting downloaded into the system like actually in the physical, physical, not just my consciousness. So I definitely resonate with what, with what you're saying. And I think the thing with vibrational eating to me is people, people want to categorize it. of like, this is a high frequency food and this is a low frequency food. And it's like, it's more about everything's vibration and where am I at? And what do I need? Do I need something to ground me? Do I need something to open me up to provide more clarity? Like, do we need something lighter or heavier? Uh, and I mean, even like processed foods, I would say like objectively lower vibration. However, there are periods when what I need vibrationally is a Lara bar. <laughs> like that's a whole food, you know, you know yeah, yeah. you're reaching for a Lara bar. Like, oh my God, God forbid that you have, you know, dates and cashews and almonds yeah. up and rolled well, into a bar. Even, I mean- even like ice cream. I'll say, I'll say ice cream, like straight yeah. up traditional ice cream. Like sometimes like it's like, I'll have all these weird head symptoms and I just eat like shitty ice cream. Not, I'm not having like coconut milk. I'm not having like, not a moo, like whatever. I'm having like straight up like shitty ice cream. And I immediately feel better. My body was like, that's just what I needed right then. It helped ground you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were probably too out of your body. Yeah. And that's what some of this food does. And for some people, like they need to step away from it because it's too grounding and it's keeping them too closed. Mm-hmm. But as long as, as everyone's eating real food with no label and that they listen to their body and go through their flow. I mean, that's what we're all supposed to do. If you look at any, any history book about food, it will tell you, I mean, what you ate when you were at different phases of childhood shift to 
when you're a teenager to when you first get married, both the man and the woman were supposed to start a certain type of diet when they got married so they could procreate. And once they're done having kids, their diet changes again. And what was the diet? So there are certain foods that you were supposed to eat both male and female in order to be more open, you know, more receptive to procreating. Mm -hmm. So there are certain foods that allowed Mm. for women to be more fertile and a man to be more fertile. So one of those things are men are supposed to eat a lot more bitter foods when they want to conceive. Mm. So one of the big things that women used to do in Europe when they wanted their husbands, if they wanted to get pregnant, if they wanted to conceive is they would feed their husband a lot of celery. Celery used to be more bitter. It has been grafted and changed to not be as bitter as it used to be. But if you fed your husband a lot of celery, a bitter food that would help him produce more sperm and you were most likely to more likely to get pregnant. Wow. What about for women? For women, I'd have to go back and check Mm -hmm. my books. Um, one of, there's a great book, um, by Sally Fallon Morrell. She is the president of the Weston A. Price Foundation. Foundation. It's called Nourishing Traditions. Mm-hmm. It's a great book. And they have a variety of books on um, foods that you can eat to conceive, um, foods for children, foods, you know, just for, for life. Um, it's, a, it's a great book series and they're a great resource. Yeah. Wow. I haven't read that book since nutrition school. That was a throwback. I like literally forgot about the book until you just said it. <laughs> I, so on Sunday nights, I do a family dinner with my parents Mm -hmm. and they often let me choose what I want and they'll make it. Mm -hmm. And so I pulled out, um, a recipe from nourishing traditions. Um, oh, now I'm blanking on the name. I just had it. Um, but I like to pull recipes from there. They're just good, Mm -hmm. soulful, healing, grounding, grounding recipes. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember that book. It was good. I'm going to have to find that again. Okay. This is my question. Do you think that, do you think that intention, because when we look at like, you know, the vibration of a food, like you said, it's being affected by the preparation, but also like, what's your energy going into it? What are you saying to the food? How it's being charged? Like the social setting, you know, I know there's a lot of things, maybe people you feel like you can't digest or don't go well when you're eating by yourself. And suddenly you're like, you know, at a nice family dinner, having a great time or with your friends and it's fine. You feel totally great eating it. Like there are all these different factors to, to, the frequency of the food, you know, and how we digest it, how we, how we work with that energy, how we receive that energy. Do you feel like someone's intention can override the frequency of a food, like a processed food? Oh, absolutely. So I think, especially if you're a big traveler, Mm-hmm. You have to surrender to your food and what you have access to in the preparation. And I think, I think blessing your food goes a long way. And I don't think we often take a moment to give gratitude or bless our food before we eat, because usually, you know, we're hungry, we're tired, we're just going in. But I do think that changes the frequency. And there's obviously a lot of studies that show that that changes the frequency of water. So why wouldn't it change the frequency of our food since our food is majority water? Okay, cool. Yeah. I was just curious. I was curious. Um, what are, um, do you have any other tips kitchen wise that are easy to implement to help people like set up a high vibrational space? Yeah. Cooking? You, 
You can definitely leave um, sage or Palo Santo in your kitchen and just, you know, use your stove to light that up. And if you leave it in your kitchen, you'll always see it. And so then you're more likely to use it. Mm-hmm. You can also have a piece of quartz crystal in your kitchen. That's always supported it supportive quartz supports everything. I also love selenite in the kitchen because the selenite is a great absorber. It's a great sponge. It'll clean and clear out the place of anything it doesn't need anymore. Um, and then I like to leave out a bowl of salt. Salt is also very protective, very healing, very balancing. And so by leaving your salt in a container where it's easy to pull and use, it's also performing a nice energetic balance of keeping your space clean and clear. And then lastly, open your windows or open a door, you know, by getting a little fresh air in while you're cooking, it doesn't just clear the electromagnetic radiation. It clears out excess gas. If you're using a gas stove or oven, um, and fresh air is just always good for the body, mind, and soul. Yeah, it definitely is, is good for us. Okay. I love all those tips. Well, I want to, cause we didn't finish all the questions before. So with that, I feel like this will probably be kitchen related for you or food related. What's a product that you're really loving recently? Mm. I mean, I love my green Jasmine tea. Mm. I can't quit it. It brings me so much joy. I order it from dragon herbs, Ron tea garden, the rolled green tea, Jasmine stuff. Love it. And I love a little bee pollen. Mm. I mean, I just put like a little on my hand. I love mm. taking a little shot of that. And I just got sent these gem daily multivitamins that are basically like multivitamins mixed in with like a date. Yeah. I've heard of those. Do you like them? My God, they're so good. They're like, yeah, I take it after I take it after lunch. It's like my little dessert. Uh I love it. I'm jamming. It's making me love that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've like seen those, but I've never tried them. Uh, I love, I love that idea. Like the, the vitamin it's like in a whole food form. You actually like digest it. You know, yeah, it's so. a lot of, um, it's a lot of mushrooms and adaptogens. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I got to check that out. I love that. What is your, uh, what's your human design energy type and profile? Um, I'm a manifester, mm-hmm. but I don't know anything else above that. Um, you're like a one, three or a three, five. Ooh. Have you looked any of it up? I've looked it up before. And I've looked it up before, but I don't think I have any of it in my notes. All I really got was I'm a manifester. And I was like, well, I already knew that, but that doesn't help me <laughs> do it better. <laughs> I, I just feel, to do it better. Yeah. You've got to look that up though. I feel like you would love that. Um, finding your profile. So you'll, so you'll have to circle back to that. Okay. What about your, I know, you know, this, your big three in astrology. Oh, you know what? I don't know this very well. Um, you don't? I know, I know. Because Ge- I get confused. Um, I'm a Gemini. Okay. And then I always mess up my rising and ascending sign um, with Virgo and with Libra and Virgo. That's what I always confuse. Um, one of those is your moon and one is your rising? I'm going to tell you right now. So I'm sun and Gemini, moon and Taurus, rising Libra. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Sun and Gemini. Rising sun and Gemini, 
Taurus, and then Libra. Mm, okay. Yeah. That really tracks. <laughs> Love that. Love that for you. <laughs> Amazing. Really, all about balance for me. So you look at your blood type, my blood type is B positive. So it's all about balance for the diet and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And when you start to go down the rabbit hole of looking at all those different modalities, whether it's human design or whatever it may be for me, it always comes back to the same thing. It's about finding balance. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it tracks for you. I'm for me, it always comes back to be an extremist. Ah, no way. It's in all my charts. That's a lot, that's a lot more fun than being, being kind of chaotic. It's kind of chaotic. <laughs> it's uh, everyone's like, what diet are you on today? I'm like, guess you'll find out as I bring a, I've literally been to, you know, Kelly, like I'll like go to Kelly's house and I'm like, bring a, a gallon of milk. <laughs> like I'm drinking this tonight for dinner. <laughs> so that's me. But no, it's interesting because it's very similar to my friend who's a shaman. Like mm. her diet is constantly changing because obviously it's not just what's going on with her, it's what's going on with her clients. Totally. Exactly. Some days she'll come over and I'm cooking her a meal with protein. And then other days she's not eating anything. And then other days she's juicing. Yeah. Yeah. You just never know. You just got to watch out for us. So, (laughs) so tell me like what's coming up next, what's going on with Starseed Kitchen? Like what projects are you working on? So right now I have a collaboration with a company called In Good Company. They're based in Los Angeles and San Diego, and people can now order my Starseed Kitchen Kitchery, my healing dish of Ayurvedic herbs and rice and lentils and vegetables, and they can get, get, get it delivered directly to their home if they're in LA, Orange County, or San Diego. Yeah. And that, yeah, isn't that cool? That's with In yeah. Good Company. And with Starseed Kitchen, we have our two different types of organic spice blends on our website and on the shelves, some butcher shops and stores in Southern California. So we're just looking to get into more places and on more people's plates so they can have delicious, flavorful, high vibration meals. And then just continuing to have wonderful conversations on my podcast, the high vibration living podcast. Love it. Lots of good stuff. Um, What's the, where, where do they go to order the kitchery? The kitchery is with in good company. Okay. So their website, the website is eat IGC for in good company. And I believe you can use the word star seed kitchen for 15% off your order. Love that. Okay. Perfect. And then remind us also where all the places we can connect with you. Your, you mentioned your podcasts, other links. Yeah. So you can go onto Instagram and TikTok, and you can find me at Whitney Aronoff or at Starseed Kitchen. And I'm also on YouTube and my podcast is anywhere that you listen to podcasts like Christina. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah. I will put all of the links in the show notes. I'm sure everyone will be running to get your lovely spice blends. Uh, and yeah, I'm so excited for you. That's such a cool collab and I can't wait to see more things coming out from you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, as you mentioned a few months to me, I will say it out loud. So I stick to it, write the book that builds the audience. So I'm going to continue working on the high vibration cookbook. So everyone can do it for themselves at home. Cause that's really what it's all about. Well, we need it now more than ever before. So I can't wait to see that come together. And I'm sure all the listeners 
would love to get their hands on that as well. And always a pleasure chatting with you. So thank you again so much for coming on. This was so fun. Thank you. I always have so much fun chatting with you. So see you soon. Safe travels on all your adventures. And uh, this was a blast. Thank you. Huge thank you to Whitney for coming on the podcast and sharing her incredible story and so much amazing knowledge about keeping our frequency high through nutrition. Be sure to head to her Instagram at Whitney Aronoff and at Starseed Kitchen to connect with her further. And you can head to her website, starseedkitchen.com to check out her organic spice blends. And of course, be sure to check out her podcast, the High Vibration Living Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me, tag at Christina the Channel Podcast, tag Whitney at Whitney Aronoff and at Starseed Kitchen. That way we can see that you are enjoying the show and say a big thank you for sharing it and repost you. Of course, that helps a ton with growing our community and helping other people find this information. So I really do appreciate all of the shares and all of the love and, you know, maybe send the link to someone in your life if you think they would find this episode interesting as well. And they'll probably appreciate that because today's conversation was so epic. That is going to be it for today's show. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next time.